I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, it is Real Reviews time and we're still kind of sticking with our spooky theme this week because we can kind of get away with it still. And <laughs> Niall O'Brien is in the studio. How are you doing? Very well. Thank you for asking. Now, Netflix have some sort of playback feature. Tell yes, this, this is the, the news kind of about Netflix this week that they are, they are trialling a thing. It's really only for mobile phones that oh, you okay. can kind of watch your favourite programmes if you only have 15 minutes to watch a thing that's half an hour you can watch it at double speed and it's kind of (laughs) got people up in arms because Netflix as well are trying to kind of go we're a serious film making studio you know we want our movies to be eligible for Oscars and things like that so a lot of directors have kind of said well this is not how you do that, you know. So what they've come back with, they've said that, well, this is a feature that you had on your DVD player, you know, back okay. in the day. You Just could always have, have you, did you ever watch anything slower or faster? No, no neither did I. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure why. They're saying people are asking for it, but I don't know who, except if you've got a 15-minute commute, commute and you want to get a, a half-hour show in there. So, mm, yeah. yeah. Commuters, 086-1800. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know if you want to see people go, <laughs> Okay, we're getting straight down to it. And this is the film that a, a lot of uh, Stephen King fans, a lot of Shining fans, have been really looking forward to. This is Dr. Sleep. Yes, uh, so Ian this McGregor. is Dr. Sleep. Ewan McGregor plays Dan Torrance as he's called now so this is Danny from The the Shining and it's the sequel to the 1980 classic Kubrick movie and based on the book by Stephen King who famously hates the Kubrick movie yeah Yeah, why does he Um, not like it uh, basically um, you'd have to ask him I suppose (laughs) but he (laughs) (laughs) well um, there's a lot I mean there was a lot of liberties Kubrick is very much an auteur so Mm -hmm. kind of when even when he adapted stuff he kind of made put his own stamp on it and Stephen King didn't like it and then made a TV movie version of it back in okay. the uh, early 90s, I think, which is not great. <laughs> no, no. But yeah. Do you know, on the auteur thing, just on a little side, yeah. I think that when you are adapting somebody's work, it's the word is adapting. And, you know, yeah, you, I think you need exactly. to kind of put your own spin in it. Yeah. And I think if you're handing over your work to somebody, now, unless you're going to completely massacre it and not have any yeah. essence of it. Yeah. But I think once you have the essence of it and then you add your own spin, that's perfectly Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. And, you know, whatever you whatever Stephen King thinks the Kubrick version of The Shining is a yep. classic of cinema still scary and people. what Mike Flanagan has done here really who's directed this sequel based on the book and and pays homage to the movie is he's managed to kind of keep 
King Happy and fans of the original Kubrick movie Happy, okay. which is a feat in itself. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So basically, the plot of this movie, uh, Dan Torrance says he is now, he's 44, and I know that because he's the same age as me <laughs> in this movie, Ewan McGregor. He looks a lot better than I do, I have to say that. And it, But he has been struggling with, you know, all of his demons from his time in the Overlook Hotel. And he's a recovering alcoholic, and um, he basically, uh, he makes contact with this young girl who also has The Shining uh, called Abra played by Kylie Curran and they form an unlikely alliance to go up against this uh, basically they're a cult of psychic vampires called the True Knot led by uh, a character called Rose the Hat and they kind of join forces to stop these kind of and they're very very nasty characters They're very sinister I remember yeah. reading the book and being very very scared yes. by these guys yeah. and then uh, the, the main actress who's playing Rose the Hat um, uh, Rebecca Ferguson her my name husband is. has a very he's like no she's not the right casting <laughs> okay. I didn't, didn't okay. visualise her at well, all what uh, did you think of her? I thought she was fantastic okay. now we have a little clip here I yes. guess to, to uh, before I start talking about it. okay the here he goes I need you to listen to me the world's a hungry place a dark place hi there I only met two or three people like us. They died. When I was a kid, I bumped into these things. I don't know about magic. I I always called it The Shining. The Shining, yeah. There we go, go, yeah. And you heard Rose the Hat in there as well. Yes, yeah, and Rebecca Ferguson, as I, I thought she was great in this, and this movie spends a lot of time with its bad guys. Like, literally, okay. I would say, if not 50-50, like, you really kind of get to see their motivation and follow them, and you still are repulsed by what they do because they are horrific. But, you know, I applaud it because I think one thing about the original Shining Kubrick is not really interested in character, I don't think. He's interested in movie making and he's interested in shots and cinematography mm-hmm. and all that. This movie is very much about character. And that's where I I really I really enjoyed Ewan McGregor's portrayal. I enjoyed how it moved that character who had this childhood trauma on. It it has stuff to say about, you know, childhood trauma, alcoholism, what you inherit from your father, stuff like that. The young girl Abra is fantastic in this. Uh, yeah, I really I, I enjoyed it. It's a four star one for me. Yeah, it's a four star now uh, this caveat I will say: if you go looking for something like The Shining, like if you're looking for a movie that people will be talking about in twenty years, it's not that. Okay, but it's a really good sequel. It's an adaptation. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we were saying, it's the work has been passed on to someone else. Mike Flanagan. He's done a great job in making something for today. Absolutely. And yep. uh, yeah, I, you know, I think I'll go and see that tonight myself. I'd be interested in it. Now, this is the Netflix recommends. Is it Dolomite is my name? Dolomite, Dolomite. is my name. Okay. Dolomite. So this is uh, basically <laughs> it's the true story of Rudy Ray Moore, right? Who I hadn't heard about until no. I heard about this movie. And basically he was a comedian. He was uh, big in the 70s, kind of making his own kind of very explicit, very blue records with a lot of language you know what I mean and was huge in the uh, in the African American community in, in America and he decided he has this character called Dolomite who uh, was basically it was kind of a like like Alan Partridge I okay. suppose but <laughs> you know what I mean he, he wasn't doing well until he adopted this persona okay. and he decided he wanted to 
to make a movie about Dolomite, and he did, and he put all his own money into it. And this is the Netflix movie directed by uh, a guy called Craig Brewer, who directed Hustle and Flow and Black Snake Moan, and it stars Eddie Murphy. And uh, we have a bit of a clip. We do, we do indeed. Yeah, here it is. It's showtime, y'all. You love him and I love him. Put your hands together. Dolomite is my name. Hey, you know, Auntie, I was thinking about putting out a comedy record. Comedy? You've been a singer, a shake dancer? Ha! It's real hard to break in. I'd do whatever it takes to get in. I come up with a new character. Dolomite is my name and... (laughs) <laughs> it, there, it did cut I don't know why yeah what could so he possibly have said yes. um, yeah so there's Eddie Murphy as Rudy Ray Moore and I wasn't really gonna I was gonna kind of recommend something else that's that's dropping today called The King which is a Timothy Chalamet thing about Henry V and I watched this this week and I thought oh people should watch this this is a Listen, terrific film a, it's been ages since I saw Eddie Murphy in something absolutely really yeah. yeah and this reminds you of that he is a movie star you know and he should be bigger than he is I know he's made bad choices and what have you but this is a lovely story the language is something else <laughs> every second word is the F-bomb but I enjoyed it. It's it's a fairly well-worn story about a guy who wants to make a movie, puts his own money into it and his heart and his soul and all of his friends. But I really enjoyed it, you know, okay, so, so I recommend good, it. That's yeah. a, uh, and I'm going to give that four as well. Hey, yeah. he's on the roll with his fours. Now we're going to take a quick, quick break and we'll be back with more because we've got retro reviews and Ronan Farrell has selected something kind of spooky for us as well. 11 to 1 on LMFM. With the Gilmore's, see the complete Mercedes-Benz range, including the new A-Class four-door saloon, the new sporty CLA four-door coupe, and the luxurious new GLE formatic. The largest display of certified approved used Mercedes-Benz, plus great offers, discounts, and finance. Gilmore's Kings Court or gilmores.ie. Now it is the first Friday of the month which means that we look at a retro review Uh, and this week we've got Halloween 3 we're sticking with the spooky one Season of the Witch and Ronan Farrell is he from Drogheda? He is, yeah. Oh, he lives in Slane at the moment. He lives in Slane. He is a big fan of Real Reviews. By the way, hello, Ronan. Thank you so much for <laughs> listening in every single week. And he always contributes on our Facebook page as well. But uh, he selected this. Tell us about this one. Yeah, well, you kind of spoiled it there because I kind of joked with him because he literally <laughs> gave me like a short list of five things he could have recommended. I said, well, you'll have to tune in and see which one. But I went for Halloween 3 Season of the Witch because we are just out of Halloween. Yes. Now. And we are still in kind of the Seven area as well Mm -hmm. you know and uh, the thing that made me specifically pick this one was because of one particular performance in it which I'll talk about a little bit so you asked me during the ad break there is this the Mike Myers thing and this is the thing about Halloween 3 season which it is not (laughs) it is well it is the third film in the Halloween franchise but they decided not to have Michael Myers in it at all, famously. Ah, come on now. Well, what they were doing where they were saying they were going to have it like an anthology, basically. So the Halloween movies would come out, it would be Halloween 5 and 6 and 7, but they wouldn't necessarily follow the same plot or the same characters. So this is the first one. Halloween, obviously, is Michael Myers. Halloween 2 is Michael Myers. Halloween 3, no Michael Myers. The story... Well, now you're... Oh, I'm already, okay. I'm well, disinterested. I'm going to have to... Well, a lot of people are like that. But this is a movie that 
bombed at the box office but I think is absolutely deserving of a retro review because okay. I think it's fantastic and I'm going to tell you why. All right, so it follows the story of a doctor called Dan Chalice played by Tom Atkins and basically somebody comes into his emergency room and they're ranting and raving about uh, this thing, these these uh, Halloween masks that are going to kill us all. They're going to kill us all basically and his daughter comes in and goes and he basically dies. So the doctor and the daughter go off investigating these Halloween masks and they go to the uh, Silver Shamrock Company who make these Halloween masks <laughs> and they're basically like the biggest Halloween thing that you could buy this year. There's a witch one, a skeleton one and a pumpkin one and all the kids have them and they have these adverts. They go, seven more days to Halloween, six more days to Halloween and the kids are wrapped watching it and at the Silver Shamrock Company they meet the CEO who's a man called Cunnell Cochran, and he's Irish, played by... Yeah, but he's played by Dan O'Herlihy. And he is the reason that I picked this one, because he is fantastic in this film. He is a brilliant actor. People might know him from Robocop. He plays the old guy in Robocop. And he is sinister and friendly and warm and he is the best Bond Bond movie baddie that was never in a Bond movie. (laughs) Okay. And he has a brilliant monologue about Halloween, which I think we're going to play. We have it right here. Here it is. Mr. Kupfer was right, you know. I do love a good joke, and this is the best ever. A joke on the children. But there's a better reason. You don't really know much about Halloween. You thought no further than the strange custom of having your children wear masks and go out begging for candy. It was the start of the year in our old Celtic lands and we'd be waiting in our houses of wattles and clay. The barriers would be down, you see, between the real and the unreal. And the dead might be looking in to sit by our fires of turf. Halloween. The festival of Samhain. The last great one took place 3,000 years ago when the hills ran red with the blood of animals and children. Sacrifices. Part of our world. Our craft. Witchcraft. To us, it was a way of controlling our environment. It's not so different now. It's time again. In the end... It's in the end. There you go. I don't know why. Yeah, he's very sinister. He is brilliant, and he like when you meet him first, he's kind of avuncular, like an old granddad. And yes. Straight. And Dan O'Hurley, he is one of the reasons to see this film. Um, there are some things that are less successful in it. Like it kind of tries like it to bring have Michael Myers. It, okay, well, whatever about that. <laughs> it tries to bring in a kind of high tech. It's like witchcraft, but it's high tech. You know okay. what I mean? Um, I don't know how well that works. Um, but it's got. It's made by the same people who made Halloween. It's got a lot of the John Carpenter crew. He didn't direct it. He dire- uh, was directed by a guy called uh, Tom Lee Wallace, I think. And uh, yeah, it's definitely worth a look. And like you see there, it, it's it's great to see Dan O'Hurley, who was an actor in the Abbey and then went off to America and kind of did well there on TV and uh, was in kind of big movies. But I think, like I say, he, he should have, everybody should know Dan O'Hurley. He should have been, He's one of 
those actors you kind of go, oh, he should have had a massive career, uh, even bigger than he had and ne- didn't necessarily. But Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, next year for Halloween, watch it. Seek it out. Well, you could seek it out tonight. You, you can, can you? of course. Yeah. Uh, we just quickly have to mention as well, because we had our wonderful guest last week about uh, Hexen, which is tonight in Dread Art Centre. That's right? right, yeah. Eight o'clock tonight with a, a new score by Matthew Nolan, who we spoke to last yep. week. And narration uh, by... Uh, to actors Eric Mingus and Matthew Cousy. So do come along. I'm definitely going to be there. I'm really looking forward to it. It's uh, We're kind of keeping Halloween going all over the weekend as well. Absolutely. Drihid.com for all the details. Listen, I'll thanks so much for John packed Real Reviews. Thank you very much. See you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.